0: Welcome to the Gaines Therapy Express podcast, where Bob hosts a daily episode show where he talks about business, fitness, physical therapy, and everything else that documents his journey of building Gains Therapy. Welcome back to another episode of Gaines Therapy Express. I hope everybody's doing well on this lovely Monday evening. I know I'm doing well. Uh, Another day, another great day to be alive and pursuing the things that I love. So just a little bit of updates. Um, Most of the things I've been doing right now is just in preparation for what's to come in the next few months. So the next few months, I'll take my board exams to become a fully licensed physical therapist. I'll plan to start my own clinic as a side hustle. Um, While working and then trying to do a residency, specifically, hopefully the the McKesney residency, if I could get in that, that'd be great. Um, Excuse me. So one thing I've been thinking about today recently is where do I want to be 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now? Like, where do I want to be when I'm 32 Where do I want to be when I'm 42? And where do I want to be when I'm 52? What about 62? 72? And, of course, many things can change. Things like the coronavirus can just turn the world upside down. But also, I think it's nice to have some sort of general idea of where you want to go. Now, to play devil's advocate, um, just because you have some sort of goals you set in mind, that doesn't mean it can't change and and I want to share a story um, about this fellow named Gary so on my last clinical affiliation, um I was working on an outpatient physical therapist uh, a physical therapy clinic as a student physical therapist um, It was pretty busy. We had different physical therapists there we had occupational therapists we had and we had physical therapy aides. Now, physical therapy aides, for people that don't know, are basically most of the people that are physical therapy aides are usually college undergrads, people that are trying to get volunteering hours for physical therapy school. So usually they're pretty young; they're like in their twenties, 20s, twenties, um, 20s, early twenties, trying to apply for PT school, getting their hours in, getting that experience to see if they like physical therapy. And the task that physical therapy aides do, so PT aides do, they clean, they bring exercise equipment to, to help physical therapists. They're basically like an extra pair of hands for a physical therapist. They can't write exercises, they can't teach exercises, um, but they're they're there just to, to observe and I guess help out the physical therapist. Now, in this mist of aides the the twenty something year olds two or three, and then all the physical therapists there at the clinic that was I was working at the clinical affiliation, was relatively young physical therapists. They were in their early thirties, late twenties. Um, r- relatively a young clinic, full of young physical therapists, and then there was this one guy. This guy named Gary. He, was relatively older than than most of us. He was probably in his late 50s, early 60s. Um, He had gray hair. He had wrinkles on his face. And he would always wear this gray jacket. Every time I would see him during my shift for my affiliation, he would always be there with his gray jacket, with a smile on his face. And he was an aide. He was an aide that would help the physical therapist, by giving them, bringing them over hot packs, by cleaning tables. And one day, um, while I was in my, taking a lunch break, eating lunch, Gary's also eating lunch with me, and I'm like, Gary, what, what made you be a physical therapy aide? And he was telling me how he was in, I think it was either the, the media industry or the, the financial industry, but he had a really high position in... I think the media industry, he was like a VP of something for the past 30 years. And he said that he hated it. He hated every bit of it. It was very repetitive. It was very, I think, a lot of busy work that he really didn't like doing, really unfulfilling. And 30 years later, he decided that he was just going to volunteer at a hospital. So he volunteered. And he found that he loved helping people and he loved talking to the elderly, the to, to people that are in recovery, and he decided that he was just going to quit his job and start all over. And he, he's been working at this physical therapy clinic part-time for the past few years, and he loves every second of it. Now, That doesn't mean he hated his financial or he'd hated his media job for the past 30 years. He was telling me how initially he loved his media job. It was great. It was amazing. And then he was like, maybe it's a time to change a profession. And that's scary. He he even met his wife in the same industry. They got married, but the wife was still supportive of Gary. And Gary went to pursue... Something that was more fulfilling and something that he loved. And I think there's this expectation that when you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, you got to have a life figured out. But no, you could change at any moment. And and I find the story of Gary really inspiring. Now, how does that apply to me or how does that apply to this podcast? Just thinking, if you don't know what what you want to do, with, with your life, Gary is a great example of just try as many things as you can and find the things that are fulfilling. And for me right now, it's physical therapy and, and starting business and trying to start a business, trying to start a private practice, doing things like the McKenzie Method. Those are things that I'm fired up about. Those are things that I'm passionate about and fulfills me. And who knows, maybe 10 years, 20 years, 30 years later, I might change to a whole different industry. And And I know for me... That's okay, and I think that's that's a hard pill for, I guess, me to swallow. If I mean, I guess it's easier said than done, right? It's easier to say that. Oh, I mean, I've been in this physical therapy for twenty years. I'm just gonna change. I'm gonna become a carpenter. I mean, it does happen. Like my my professor, Doctor Cherry, was telling me how. One of his friends, he was in PT school. He worked for a PT for a while and he decided he wanted to, to change professions. Maybe just found it unfulfilling and found something else more fulfilling. And I want to say to myself, that's okay. So that's where I'm at with today. Uh, it's, it's just something interesting that, I, that I've that i been thinking about. Like, where do I want to be in 10 years? Ideally, I want to be full-time practicing on my own clinic doing Treating the patients that I want to treat specifically, and doing and practicing the way I want to practice. Like I said before, my my end goal at all of this is to tap dance out of bed. Now Charlie Munger, um, he's an investor. He was the business partner to Warren Buffett, one of the richest people in the uh, one of the richest people in the world, and he would always talk about tap dancing to work. And I want to tap dance out of bed at the end of the day, when I'm on my funeral bed, when I'm on the verge of death. I want to say that I was able to tap dance out of bed for the majority of my life, and I think that's comes with being fulfilled with the, being fulfilled with the things you do, and it could be. Being a physical therapist, it can be being a physical therapist. It can be being a carpenter. It can be being anything that makes you fulfilled, and to me, that's what's important. So I think that's the message of the day. Find something that's fulfilling, and always constantly reevaluate if it is fulfilling, and pursue it. I think this this is just another podcast, just to remind myself. To always reevaluate. To always see if the path that I'm going to allows me to tap dance out of bed at the end of the day. Perfect. I'll see you next week for another episode of Gains Therapy Express.